Hello and welcome to What, what the Zen, our space to delve deeper into what health really means. We explore the rituals and practices available in an ever-evolving industry and what these can do for us. Hello and welcome back to What the Zen. I'm Ivana. And I'm Rachel. And you're very welcome back to another episode. We're really excited to have Jess Stone on the podcast tonight. And we're going to be talking about journaling. Yeah, Jay um, was another um, member of my kind of yoga cohort. And she talked a lot about journaling um, throughout the process and how it helps and has helped her. Jay is very consistent in keeping a journal so we really wanted just to find out more about journaling what it is and maybe how we can be more consistent too because it's definitely something that I try and have tried but I'm not very good at sticking to it what do you think yeah I think it's something that you hear a lot about and it's like you know a lot of resources and people will tell you that you should be journaling and it's kind of one of those things that you're like, oh, I don't really have time for that. Or how am I going to fit that in my day? And I think like for me, I I do have like a gratitude journal. And I do sometimes journal um, when the mood takes me. But I try and do the gratitude journal more like regularly. And um, it does it. It can be whatever style suits you. And I think that's um, what Jay has kind of taught us in our conversation it doesn't have to be like sitting for hours and hours on end and documenting every thought that comes into your head but I think even just like some people do like three lines a day or even one sentence a day or even just noting down like words that you're feeling or three things that you're grateful for and I think it's a really good practice to get into because um it's just like another way to check in with yourself and to kind of see what's going on with you like what's going on in your head or um and Jay talks about things that come up um when she's kind of free writing and she doesn't have prompts and I thought that was really cool as well because I know for most of us it's probably been a while since we all put pen to paper like probably since like school or maybe university or whatever so it's nice to kind of have that practice of actually doing that and just doing it for you like not doing it for anybody else but just for yourself I thought that was really cool yeah and Jay talked about that too about how personal it is and you know we did try to talk about the benefits in the conversation and I think it is very individual and what you're trying to get from it and your own experiences too kind of the benefits that you can get for it from it and yeah, and she talked a little bit about how it's helped her individually, you know, um, maybe process some traumas that she's experienced in her life. And that helped her as an individual. I think if that's a tool that worked for her, that's amazing. Um, and as always, as we say on the podcast, you know, this is not us giving any advice at all. We are not healthcare professionals. So if you do have anything that you want to seek advice on, I we still advise that you go speak to a healthcare professional. But it was just really cool to hear um, hear her take on that. Yeah, and at the end of this episode, if you make it all the way to the end, you listen to us, 
there's a treat in store at the end where Jay gives us a meditation just to finish off with. So we're not going to have an outro to the episode today. So we're just going to finish on her meditation. So we can just kind of finish on that really nice light note that she gives. And it's a really good one. Yeah, we want you to be like totally blissed out and peaceful by the end of this. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want to find out anything else about the podcast or want to get in touch with either of us, if you want to be a guest on the pod, we're very open to having um, and meeting more exciting people on here. So do get in touch with us. Our Instagram is what.thezen and you can find us there. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Hi, Jet. Welcome to Walk the Zen podcast. Hi. <laughs> You're very I'm glad to be here. Uh, we're know. so happy to have you. It took us a few technical difficulties to get together, but we are yeah. here and we are excited <laughs> to talk everything journaling today. I know, and we're all in separate places. We're connecting. <laughs> via technology mm-hmm. when it yeah. wants to work for us if yeah I you right now i'm in victoria what are you doing nice. now i'm uh doing my yoga teacher training which i think you ladies might know something about yeah also met on our yoga teacher training so she's another one of our amazing cohort to come on here and share all their knowledge so yeah so exciting um jay um so just to kind of get really stuck into today's topic we're going to talk everything journaling do you want to just start off by telling us what journaling is what journaling is what is journaling (laughs) i guess i would say the simple is it that simple though so journaling is to me pen and paper some people like to electronically um, journal but I choose the pen and paper and I believe that it is just a collective of feelings and thoughts that describe your the events that happen around you throughout life I agree I think I always thought of it as writing down and um, that's interesting that there are other ways to do it too that you were just kind of talking about yes like electronically Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I've tried. I've tried to get into it that way, but it's just not the same for me. It's yeah. Not, it just seems like it's like more so of like transcribed, and it doesn't come off naturally. And I guess like a lot of the time, it's probably like a nice break from like looking at screens all the time, and you know, I don't know. I feel like when you've got a pen in your hand, sometimes things can flow a little bit more easily. Without a doubt. Um, so yeah, what, what is the difference then between like journaling and keeping a diary is journaling more like just reflecting on thoughts, goals, rather than kind of like day to day, this is what happened to me today, or this is what I'm going to do in the future. Um, to me, I feel like it's both. Yeah. When it comes to journaling, I feel like, um, journaling can also be a diary. Like for me, I have multiple journals. And so like I have a manifestation journal to where um, I focus on, I focus on manifestation. So for instance, if I'm trying to manifest um, a clutter-free, a clutter-free world, 
then I would just focus on um, the be, do, have method in a journal and just go at that. And that would be the only thing that I go at, like, within that journal um, and within the quarter because I usually set goals quarterly. And, yes, and so I feel like it can be a both. It can be journaling um, to manifest things um, as well as to release your emotions, and then it can also be a diary, a daily diary that you go to, bi-daily, <laughs> however many times you choose to journal a diary or go into your diary. I love that. Yeah, you can just make of it whatever you want. What was that technique you just said about um, there? Oh, the be, do, have. Um, I can't remember exactly where I got that from. Um, it was it was a manifestation book. It had to be like a self-help book. Um, and what it is is that you will go in to your journal, and at the top of your journal, you'll write be, do, have, or you can just write the be, the do, or the have, whatever you plan on um, focusing on. And so for me, how I do it, I'll write be, do, have at the top of my journal, and then I'll circle um, B, for instance. And so I will write about what I want to be. And so if we're talking about a clutter-free world or a clutter-free environment, then I would say that I want to be more organized and I would just write it, all the things that I can do, um, whether it is eliminating um, things um, in order to be that organized person and to have that organized life. Oh, that's really cool. So it's it's kind of just like being very... It, it seems to me that you're very disciplined then. It, it, like definitely if you have multiple journals, you're disciplining yourself to fill those in like on a regular basis, but also really setting goals and holding yourself accountable as well, which I think a lot of us would struggle with sometimes. And I think, you know, they, they always say like once you write it down, it becomes like a like a reality and it becomes something that you can um, you can achieve or you can set your your kind of sights on wanting to achieve do you think that that's kind of what the mindset that you're coming from with it yes without a doubt without a doubt it definitely does help me um stay disciplined too and it, 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 it's when it, yes especially when it comes to achieving a goal um it's because it, it's something that I can go back to or just say for instance um maybe like two years down the line um, but I started journal one year and then two there's two years down the line I am um, I'm feeling like I'm feeling all these different emotions and maybe it was the same emotions that I have felt um, two years ago and so I will go back into my journal and like go back to that time and I'm like trying to figure out like where my mind frame was so I can um, focus on what I need to change in order to grow. So you kind of use them and then I suppose, yeah, once you're doing it for such a long time, you can go back and even see like any growth or like regressions that you've made too, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. what, really got, what really made you start journaling or, you know, like what um, kind of prompted you into being like, okay, this is something that's going to work for me. Like what got you interested in it? Mm. I would say, well, I started journaling. I started journaling in middle school because um, I grew up the only girl. And so it always <laughs> kind of felt like it was a little lonely. And um, and so I always look for my, my journal was always, it was a release. I always went to my journal to release or to go. And I guess I looked to it 
as a friend. Well, that's when you call it a diary, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, um, and so a person who I'll write to, I'll always write to my grandma because my grandma, she had my mom's mom. She passed away when my mom was seven. And so I've never, she was someone who I've never um, was able to meet. And it was like always, I feel like there was like something missing in between like the mother and daughter relationship because of the main matriarch was missing. Um, and so um, although I wasn't able to physically connect with her, I was still able to connect with her through my journaling. And, um, oh my gosh, I got off topic. <laughs> what was I going at? No, that's good. It's just like how you, <laughs> how you got, how you got started. Oh, yeah, as I got started into it. Yeah, so then it started in middle school, and it started with all about, like, a relief and finding a friend to talk to. And then as I got older, um, in my 20s, I um, I ended up hitting this very, like, hard state of depression, and it was the first time that I was able to even – it was labeled as depression, and I was able to, um, like, become – like, face the reality of depression and, like, all the anxiety that I had. And that's when I turned to it and I was like, okay, yeah, this is my thing. This is my release. This is going to be what I go to in order to get my thoughts together. Yeah. And how I got into it. A depressed state, <laughs> looking for guidance. <laughs> and um, obviously, like, we, we kind of know that there's supposed to be a lot of kind of benefits um, of journaling. And one of them, I guess, is the the kind of the therapeutic quality that it gives and that sort of self-reflection and just being able to kind of have a space for all your thoughts and to try and, you know, walk through them yourself and try and like separate, separate out any kind of thoughts that maybe aren't realities, but maybe just your mind um, and then kind of facts as well. But um, could you tell us a little bit about some other things that you've found like really helpful or useful benefits or that you have come across from journaling and that have really helped you some benefits um I'm very I'm very big on um emotions being a guide for me and so um I'm also a sensitive being like an overly sensitive being and I'm very prone and sensitive to other people's energy as well and so um being able to align my emotions and what I say become emotionally intelligent the journaling has helped me and that was the yeah that's another reason that was one another what would I say um the reason why I use journaling is to connect with my emotions so I don't get so caught up into them and I'm able to use them as a guide and not soak into them or fixate on them yeah I love that um you you have said it a few times and so have you Ivana that like you know journaling is something that people use as a guide but I think it's so interesting because it's it's you like it is your brain kind of guiding you like mm-hmm. you're just it's it seems to be a way of like you said Jill, of understanding your own emotional at- intelligence like just throwing your emotions down on a piece of paper and then you can kind of look at them and it kind of helps you maybe organize your thoughts or maybe mm-hmm. read between the lines of what you've been thinking and you couldn't really see so clearly in your own head. But when they're kind of projected onto a piece of paper, maybe it becomes a bit clearer to understand because, yeah, I've, I've heard that a few times, you know, it, it helps, like journaling helps guide you, but really it's it's only you and your own thoughts that are there to guide you. Mm-hmm. It just seems to be... Um, 
a way of organizing your thoughts is that kind of what you you feel Jay yes yes without a doubt without question and because trying to it's so hard to try to find that person um, no matter how many people that you are close to to understand your emotions you know because we perceive every being perceives things differently and um yeah and and journaling I guess myself <laughs> would say has been the one to help me you know become yeah. one with my emotions do you find that sometimes um when you journal that sometimes the the, the words just come and you might write down things that you didn't really even realize that you were feeling or sometimes do you find that it can be a little bit hard sometimes to to stay authentic when you're journaling because um that's kind of two questions but I feel like when you're journaling you might kind of get in the habit of writing things that maybe are what you want your thoughts to be that maybe aren't actually what your thoughts are I don't know if you have any experience with that. No, no, I know what you mean. That makes sense. And so that's why um, I like to free write a lot. Yeah, because with free writing, it's just a free flow. And one thing that I have like, um, that I've embedded in myself when I do free writing is that I allow myself to just go into free and to Mm -hmm. not have any structure whatsoever. And whatever comes to my my mind and comes out on that paper is just what it is and then for instance um if I was to not for instance but if I was to um get stuck then I would just write I am stuck I am stuck I'm, I am stuck and then if I continue to write that over and over then something will end up coming from I am stuck whether whether it's like a joke or something serious because eventually it's going to be like oh my gosh I sound silly now I can't be too stuck and then, so then I start to write that and then something more will come of that and so yeah I really like free writing yeah and it helps me yeah it helps me stay authentic with the writing and that's just like in the experience going for it with no prompt but is that just like free writing is going for it with no prompts at all and no kind of structure to it it's just write down exactly what comes into your head at that time yeah, so it can be like that. It can be to where like there's no prompt at all, or you can set it up with a prompt. So you can have, um, so you can have. So, um, say, say if I'm doing this to manifest something, or to manifest something, then I will go in um, free writing with the prompt. But if I just need to do it just to release whatever I went through through that day, then I won't use a prompt. Okay. A prompt. A prompt. Yeah, and for maybe people who have been journaling for a long time or who have never journaled at all what would be your advice to them what are some prompts maybe to begin with or they might be new to some people so they might kind of invigorate some new thoughts um could you give us some of those examples yeah for some prompts um what would I say what would be going back to the your emotions I will the beginner journalers um I would definitely start off just with a date, unless you're just one of those persons who don't want to put time into it. And, and you, yeah, yeah, let me rewind. I would start off with a date because I, just very, I think it's very important to be to start off with a date. And then as far as prompts, um, I will always go to how am I feeling today? Or if something um, was to come up, maybe it was family related. I would start very simple. 
And so what, what, if it was something that came up within a relationship, then I will write down, when I hear the word relationship, how do I feel? But I will always allow for my feelings to be a part of it and, like, my emotions. Yeah, cool. that's really cool. I feel like that's kind of similar to, like, a meditation practice in a way because I guess, like, meditating is that kind of regular check-in with how you're feeling and what's going on in your body and what's going on in your mind. Um, do you find that it is kind of like meditative for you? Yes. Yes, it is. There's there's moments where I'll sit down and I'm like, okay, well, I'm only going to write for 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. And then it ends up being like 30 <laughs> minutes, 45 minutes. And like right before, like I do my, um, a morning flow or like an evening flow. I always write, always journal. And my, my time, my time frame is supposed to be 10 minutes. And then here I am like looking up at the time and an hour has passed away. And I'm like, no, how did that go? But yeah, so it is really good to set those, um, what do they call the timer? Yeah. Oh, to set a timer. Oh, that's it. That would be a really that's good, a good idea. idea. <laughs> I have so much to write down. <laughs> I feel I have the opposite problem. I get so stuck. I think I overthink it too much when I'm journaling. Like I judge my own thoughts. So I, I do the same. Yeah. So it kind of becomes yeah. a little bit hard to stick to in that way because I kind of, I'm in my own head too much about what I'm writing down and like I'm just critiquing myself when really that's like not at all what the whole exercise is about. What would you say are some... Mm-hmm ways of either like you've mentioned the timer so that could either you know make sure you stay within a time frame or it could be a goal even just to journal for five minutes a day what would some other um kind of things be to maybe make you kind of to create a habit of journaling like what Mm -hmm. what works for you because you've been doing it for a long time so you must have a a good secret (laughs) yes um, my go-to thing, um, method is to call the Pavlov method. And he believes that, um, there's a stimulus that can cause the reaction. And so, okay. Okay. So just, just a, a little, little brief about the Pavlov method is that he believes that a stimulus, okay, wait, what am I saying? He believes that an object or event can trigger a conditioned response. And so, what I do is that I will start, say I'm starting um, a new morning journaling routine. I will go and start something that I normally like to do that I'm already interested in. Like for instance, go and start my teapot and then um, go and journal. So I would do that every day for however many days, say 21 days, because that's what it, it takes to create a habit, um, a new habit. And then, um, so I'll do that for 21 days. Then every time before I mean, so I'll go and start my tea and then um, I'll automatically go into journaling because my brain will just click. It's like, okay, you started this tea. The next thing I'm supposed to do is go and journal. So one thing that I recommend is maybe you starting um, doing something right before you journal, something that you enjoy doing, and then um, going to the journaling. And then you'll be able to create a habit in your mind, an automatic habit in your mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you don't even think okay. about it. Yeah, so it's like, okay. oh, when I do this, I automatically, like, this happens. Go and that's a good that. example mm-hmm. because you can you can even set it to, 
oh, you know what? I am really busy today, but I need to make sure I get my journaling in. Something like boiling a kettle. Like, okay, I'm going to journal until the kettle boils. Or yeah. I'm, I'll journal until I finish my cup of tea or coffee in the morning. That way you're like mm-hmm. set, setting like a time for it as well because that's another kind of like roadblock I think a lot of people have or when would I fit this in in my day like when 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 do I have time to journal yeah and it's probably the busy like the people that are really busy and have really tight schedules are probably the people who need to do it the most but I think that that's like that's really good because it's it's building it into your daily routine it's becoming something like as standard as like brushing your teeth before you go to bed or brushing your teeth in the morning like it's Mm -hmm. that's just another part of your day and um yeah the 21 day thing I think that that does take discipline to do that and to stick to it but I definitely Mm -hmm. feel like you know it is true what they say like you do need to just keep that repetitive habit going before before it actually becomes something that's built into your your life then um so you mentioned that you had more than one journal. So could you tell us a little bit about um, what kind of themes are across your journals? Um, I know like a lot of people keep a gratitude journal. I actually have one Mm -hmm. and I try and write in it every day, but I don't always, but I try and do like (laughs) even just like three things every night before I go to bed that I'm grateful for or that I'm thankful for in my day. And I think it's really good because it gives it gives such perspective on everything that you have. And, you know, some days I'm like, I'm grateful for my legs because I went on a really good walk or I'm grateful for my body because I did a nice yoga practice or whatever. And it makes you kind of see things a little bit differently. But um, yeah, what are the what are the themes across your journals for anybody who's maybe trying to get into journaling and they don't really know where to start are there any kind of guiding points or any tips that you could give on on what they they could have their journals as yeah um definitely a gratitude journal that is one of my favorites I even um I have my daughter keep a a gratitude journal and so yeah because I just believe that it is the key to I don't know like just vibrating at a high frequency um and then um, another thing, so like my journals that I have, <laughs> I have like a literally a journal for everything. <laughs> so <laughs> I have, um, I have a, like a studying journal or like I like to call it a history journal. So like if I learned something throughout the day that was very like historic, then I'll write it in there and then I'll write how I feel about it. Um, I also have like a parenting journal. So um, if there's like, so if there's things that, um um, that I felt like I needed to check myself on, like for, and what I mean by check is something that I could have done better at, then I would go and reflect on that there. And then also I'll praise myself too in those journals. Um, and then, um, what else is there that I have? There's so many. And then I have <laughs> like, there's a mate, like a chakra journal. Um, I have of course my yoga journal and, and oh my gosh, one of the biggest ones I have, uh, a trauma journal a childhood trauma journal because I just I like to um yeah yes I like to when there's so many things that can trigger childhood traumas and there's so many things that natural triggers or like triggers by default that are out there like environmental triggers that we just don't have control over and so they happen often to me and I like to go through that journal very often and I feel like that's a really good one a really good one to have because 
childhood trauma is definitely a taboo in this world when it comes to having that conversation. Um, And it's a very hard conversation to have. So I feel like the first person who you need to have that conversation with is definitely yourself. And it's the sacred conversation. So I think it's good to have a separate journal for that one. Yeah, Yeah. I I love that (laughs) idea of the the parenting journal as well, because I think, you know, my my sister has two kids. And I know that being a parent, especially of young children, is just such an insane time. And there is very little time for yourself. And everything just seems to be going at such a, a fast speed that like, it's very hard to kind of take time and actually reflect. And as you said, like, congratulate yourself. And not just I feel like as a even just from from knowing parents, like as a mother, like a lot of mothers can give themselves a hard time because, um, the, you know, that you can get like mom guilt if you go back to work or whatever, or you're not seeing your kids enough. And that's like a very real thing. And I think um, it's important to actually like check in with yourself and say, you know what, like I did a really good job and, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing enough and I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. And I think that's really important for parents and especially new parents, I would say as well, because, you know, their, their world's just turned upside down and it's such a good space for them to kind of have that time for themselves again. And yet also to reflect on everything, all the, all the changes that are happening in their lives and um, all the, all the cool things that are happening for Mm -hmm. them too. Yeah. I, I think that's, so good because when we think of journaling you just constantly think about oh growth how can I better myself how can I put down my emotions and feelings and things that happened to me and how could I do better next time but it's important like you said Jay to and Nirvana like to praise yourself and kind of like you know acknowledge when you've done something good and like how can I keep that up or do it again or what made that possible um, and reflect that way I think that's really important too because we're like our own worst critics so whenever you can mm-hmm. praise yourself I think that's definitely good and I I love the the trauma journal too that's a really cool idea I've never heard of that before um but yeah maybe just somewhere to like record triggers and how they make you feel so you can kind of go back and look at that because it's easy to forget the things too when you know our fast-paced lives move so fast so those are some really cool yeah. ideas is um the mm-hmm. trauma journal a difficult one for you, Jay, in terms of because sometimes I feel like journaling is a very like it's a it's self-reflection and it's going you're going deep into yourself and you know you can bring up a lot of things that you may have pushed to the back of your mind or you don't really want to spend too much time on. Is there any kind of um you know, fears over maybe going into like a bit of a negative spiral if you're revisiting those things? Or is there any things that somebody should watch out for or maybe start to share the conversation rather than just keeping it internal? Mm-hmm. Yes, without a doubt. Um, I feel like this one, this this journal is definitely a really good, what I consider it, a, a reference journal, a reference journal, as real as well as a reflection journal, because uh, yes, and I would say 
but I, I really I do think that eventually that it, it should be conversations that you do have with your loved ones or someone that you um, can trust, and that it's not something that should come that um, that it should be that should stay in and that it should be contracted into you. Um, and so, how I use the journal is that I reflect on it very often. And so, when I write when I write something down. Um, if it comes up again, then it's higher chances that I'm going to be aware of it. And so I'm able to go back into my journal and I can write about how I felt. And then if I feel like it is something that has happened again, then I'll reflect on it. And then that is, can be the hardest for me. Like writing it is easier than going back and reflecting on it. Yeah. Without mm-hmm. a doubt. So I would say, like, just something to watch out for or just, just give yourself time. The main thing is just give yourself time. And don't put too much pressure on yourself when it comes to reflecting on that. Yeah. And trauma. Yeah. Those are really good things to note, I think, because, you know, you're, you're obviously writing down and revisiting a lot of hard topics. Um, so I guess it's important that you're not just kind of shouldering that all yourself. Um, and when you know when is the right time to actually open up that conversation with somebody else that's close to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned uh, that um you your daughter has a gratitude journal. I think that's so cool that you know you kind of introduced that to her. Um and I remember when we were doing uh our yoga training, we had to make vision boards and you mentioned that you kind of made yours before and you did another one with her. Mm-hmm. Um what was that experience like? Like like um how, what are some, what's some advice you would give parents into how to maybe integrate journaling to a way to their kids in a way that they can actually enjoy it and get something from it? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, okay, so my daughter, she's very artsy. And so with her, I let her know that she's not, she's not really into the writing, like very far from like she would sit there and she would write the entire one word the entire time on the page just to mess with me <laughs> and so and she was like I wrote something I was here for 15 minutes and so um, <laughs> what I do is that I have her in her journal um she puts visuals she can she can draw in the journal um I also write my own words and I draw in there too with her um, I asked a couple questions, so I set her up with a couple of questions, and then I let her know that she's able to come to me after she answered the questions on her own, just so I can see what she can do independently, and then, um, and then we'll go through the questions together afterwards, and then I also let her know that she, this is her privacy, so if she wants to show me the, her journal, then she's welcome to show me her journal, but she's not required to, um, and so the main thing is that I just let them know, find something that they are really into and bring that to the journal with them. And then also let them know that they are the one that is in charge of the journal and they are the head of the journal and the boss of the journal. And so that gives them a sense of like independence. Yeah, it gives them a sense of independence. And then I would say drive because for her, um, she knows that it's something that she can go to and and it's secret, you know, and it's like, how many secrets can a kid really keep from their parent, you know, so it's just like, okay, she knows that this is her little secret, which I, I may end up, like, sneaking in there, <laughs> but <laughs> I won't do it in front of her, though, so yeah, so yeah, I would say this, yeah, so bring something that they like to the journaling, 
Yeah. Yeah, I really like that because, you know, not everybody, some people are better at expressing themselves in different ways and some people might be better at speaking than at writing. So, yeah, I really like that you can make it um, personal to you and you can make it accessible. And -hmm. I think that's really cool. And it's cool to kind of get, like, your daughter involved at a young age as well because it's it's kind of helping her process things more I would imagine and um yeah like I guess it's the discipline thing as well you're you're cultivating that habit and you're you're sticking to it and you're holding yourself accountable which is a good it's good things to kind of learn early on um I wanted to ask you also um about uh what I've seen on your Instagram recently which is the 11 days of enlightenment could you speak a little bit about that and what that means yeah so it was um 11 days of an emotional alignment and so it was to at the moment okay so what really drove me to do it was that i've noticed that i was getting off of my morning routine and setting the tone in the morning is what made my entire day and so I started to notice that that was seeping into my evening routine and I was seeping into my subconscious world and I just wasn't getting good sleep. And so when that usually happens, that means that I'm always just on the go. Like, I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing more on going, 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 and that whole being busy. Um, and so I was like, okay, I need something to, um, to align myself, to align my emotions. And then also I noticed that um, I started to feel like I was being very, like, contracted to where I wasn't spending time focusing on my emotions until I was just like putting them on the back burner. And then I would touch bases on them, like give it maybe like an hour um, every two weeks and touch bases on it. Um, and so the 11 days was to jump, like re-jump start my, um, my morning routine and journaling and connecting with my emotions. Um, and so during, during that 11 days, um, there was, so much that went out there was so much that ended up coming out because every journaling session it was um, a free write and so with free writes there's things that can come up that you just don't expect to come up and there was a few days to where there was some deep like um, child like trauma that ended up coming up and it set me straight like it set me straight I just didn't know that it was in me and so um, the 11 days the consistency it just helped me um, it just brought more sight to my to my to my lifestyle and like how I, my lifestyle was starting to change and not for the better in such a short time and I was starting to like put my emotions on the back burner and so it helped me just put it back on the forefront put my emotions back on the forefront cool yeah. um, was it... oh sorry go ahead mm-hmm. <laughs> okay um I was just gonna say was this something that um other people got involved in then with you on Instagram and, and um, yeah, did this with yeah. you? Sorry. Oh, sorry to cut you off. Yes, there was just a couple of my friends. Um, they would come in every now and then. They didn't do the full 11 days, um, but they would come in. There was one friend who ended up coming in for five days, and it opened up some gates for her, too. It was, yeah, it was, it was magical because I didn't think, because what it was, like, I didn't expect for people to, to jump in. I was just doing it, so I, I did it on live for accountability, and yeah. it was so I can just discipline myself, and that's what it did. That's what it did. 
That's such a good reset, even for like someone like yourself, Jay, who kind of has journaling instilled into their daily routine. You've made it part of your habit, but even you need to kind of like recheck in, okay, like we need to refocus, reset new, different intentions. And you can even kind of uh, see and acknowledge when like, you know, your emotions are on the back burner too maybe Mm -hmm. that's from how in touch you are with those from journaling um so I think that's really cool um for today we're going to do something a little bit different at the end of the podcast Jay is going to go through a beautiful meditation that um she has got ready for us but before we get there we have one last question for EJ we asked everyone on our podcast this um what are your top three health habits so your healthy habit it could be anything that you do as part of your routine daily weekly monthly that kind of just makes you feel like you're in good health (laughs) what is it okay top three okay movement movement no matter what I move that is one thing, whether I am um, taking that short run or that long walk or that long run or that short run, I'm still going to move daily. That's one thing that I feel like keeps me going and keeps me whole. Um, rest, without a doubt, rest. But oh my gosh, I have to, I have to limit it to three. Okay, <laughs> okay, rest. <laughs> what is another one? Okay, that keeps me healthy. Oh. See, I want to put like I want to put two in the in the third one. Okay, I want to put two in the third one. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Kindness and laughter. Oh, yeah. I love those ones. <laughs> they're really good, yeah. and they're they're things we can all do all the time. Because I feel like everybody, like a lot of people, would say, "Yeah, we we like to exercise or yoga or whatever." But yeah, laughter. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's like here. Um. So now we're going to get into the meditation. Okay. So at this moment, we're going to come to a comfortable position, whether we are seated or lying on our back. We're going to make sure that we are relaxed. Take a couple breaths to settle in. Inhale. And today I'll be guiding you through a chakra balancing mantra meditation. Hopefully we're all settled in and we'll begin with eight full breaths. Inhale. Exhale. One. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale, 
Exhale. Five. We'll breathe to our crown, all the way to our belly, the full exhale. Seven. We'll take our last full breath. And we'll begin to move up the chakra ladder. Inhale, exhale. Beginning with the root. I am grounded. Red. Inhale, exhale. Sacral. Enjoyment. I am whole. Orange. Inhale. Exhale. Solar plexus. Fulfillment. I am powerful. Yellow. Inhale. Exhale. Heart. I am love. I am open to receiving and giving authentic love, green, inhale, all the way to your heart, down to your roots, throat, I am my voice, blue, inhale, Exhale. Third eye. I am my intuition. Indigo. Inhale. Exhale. Crown. I am conscious. I am awareness. White. Clear. Transparent. Violet. Inhale all the way up to your crown. Exhale, down to your roots. 
And at this moment, we'll take the time to remember why we showed up. We'll remind ourselves that I am me. I am my authentic self. Inhale, exhale. We'll take this moment to take a couple full breaths right before we move down the energy ladder. Starting from the crown. Inhale, exhale. Crown. I am conscious, violet, third eye, I am my intuition, indigo, throat, I am my voice, blue, Heart. I am love. I am open to receiving and giving authentic love. Green. Solar plexus. Fulfillment. I am powerful yellow, sacral, enjoyment, I am whole, orange, root, I am grounded, red, I am me. Big inhale to your crown. Exhale to your roots. We'll do one more full breath. Inhale to the energy above your crown. Exhale. To the energy below your root. I am my authentic self. 